Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. <laughs> we just received some very, very distressing news. <laughs> yeah. Let's start out. Let's, let's start out intense. We usually keep it light. Fuck that. Yeah. It's a new year. Yeah. It's a it's a new us. We're gonna start out. We're gonna start out intense. They're getting rid of the shamrock shake. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and they're replacing it with the McRib shake. <laughs> it's gonna be no. a pork flavored shake. Our guest on it'll the, be the same color as the shamrock shake. Our guest on the program and so I bacon fries. I'm now. Bacon uncomfortable. Fries. Bacon fries are they made out of bacon? <sighs> I don't know. I just drove by a McDonald's and it said they had bacon fries, and I'm like, fucking McDonald's. Man, I'll try those. <laughs> it was a real roller coaster for me. It's a real roller coaster. That all happened in the like less than a second. Uh, that journey, Jordan. Ordinarily, we would not introduce our guest this early in the program, right? But given that she came to us with some very disturbing information, <laughs> people are going to be disappointed. They don't get the requisite ten minutes of bullshit. I know. <laughs> Where are they going to go for their bullshit? Why aren't you doing a bit right now about the last food you ate? Oh man, <laughs> I do have a story about the last food I ate. I was that is what I came in with, and some food I'm about to eat later on in the night. Our guest on the program is a comedy writer and performer, most recently heading up uh, the new version of television's Rugrats, Jenny Jaffe. Hey, guys. I'm worried that – I'm like, what if the news that I gave you guys, what if this was like some kind of like private – Information? Oh like, wow! Well, probably you did not. get it off Hillary Clinton's email server. I did. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> she was very it's called concerned. satire, Jordan. Okay. She's a huge flopper. Um, no, I. Uh, yeah. I, should I just say? Yeah, let's let her rip. You we know gotta. what? I. It's it's going to upset a lot of people. It's going to freak a lot of people out. It's but... either this or that fucking food story that. I well, had, wait. Well, so. was it about the bacon fries? Because that's fries with bacon on them. No, that's... you guys. How do you get bacon on to fries? It's like if you guys never had like disco fries. Do they? Glue it's the crumbled. bacon onto the fries? No, it's like crumbled bacon. But then why doesn't oh. it all go to the bottom oh, of the I always fries. thought that fry disco bag. fries were fries with cocaine. <laughs> yeah. And yes, I have had them. It's, all, it's also fries with cocaine. I snorted them it, off the but, grimace. But there's bacon in there, too. <laughs> um, this is going to be great because I always aim my podcast performance right at the tech. And uh-huh. so if he's like yeah. very... I'm Ryan's just be extremely working He's responsive. Well. Did you see? Have you good. seen? I'm I didn't mean to. Bacon, I didn't mean to downplay no, how amusing you are. You're very amusing, but Brian, uh, he's he's a laugher. Yeah. Oh well, that no, but that's that's good. That's what I want. He's got a winning attitude. Uh, hey, did you see the television program Tales <laughs> from the Tour Bus? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, what are we? I said, where are we now? Okay, <laughs> let's back up. I I said out loud, we're going to yeah. get back mm-hmm. to bacon fries and our big news. Okay. There's these there's these two episodes about Rick James. This is a television show. I think it's on Showtime. Okay. Where Mike Judge does a history of music artists' crazy behavior. I got rid of Showtime when Penny Dreadful went off the air. Yeah, well, fair. Dreadful enough. or nothing for me. Okay. Uh, on bring this, back Dreadful. I bring back Showtime. On this, program. you heard me, Showtime. <laughs> right now, you're Penny Dreadless. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. There are two episodes about Rick James, who, as you may know. Uh, had a colorful life, mm-hmm. led a colorful life with a lot of activities. Yeah, and uh, there's this guy in the show who was the band leader of the Stone City Band, okay. which is Rick James's band. And this guy 
that this guy is not already the star of a major motion picture is deeply distressing to me, having seen this. He's by far the best guy who's been in this whole show, the entire thing, and he looks like, uh, you know, it's a cartoon of him, Mm -hmm. but he's like, uh, uh, you know, he's a 65-year-old man in a backwards kangle. We're all doing this. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're all leaning our arms over our... uh, microphone on because we're so fucking chill it's the 90s it's baby. the 90s baby <laughs> the and chill out decade he talks about in the in the early 1980s he cross colors <laughs> rap metal <laughs> slap <laughs> bracelets studio 54 what else rugrats uh, rugrats sure uh good he, plug <laughs> yeah thanks ah real monsters <laughs> he's at studio Which I am 54 hmm. wait really yeah no. oh and in the early... Your thing is true. My thing is not true. But if all real monsters are out there <laughs> and they need a reboot, I'm your guy. I think there's new Popples. What? I love Popples. I could, I could reboot that. I had imaginary Popples friends, just a not quick... to brag. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't have a real Popple? Well, I had like a Popple stuffed animal, but then I also like I had my additional imaginary popples. friends with Popples. And they would always be like, fill up. The car would be like, the station wagon was full of Popples. <laughs> and then wow. Just one of the more 90s sentences I've, I've <laughs> The station wagon really. was filled with <laughs> Too Popples. Too many Popples, seems. That sounds like a critique of a bad date. Well, the uh, station wagon was filled with Popples, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So... In this, he's talking about he's at Studio Fifty Four, mm-hmm. and this this model, yeah, says, "I want to fuck that black guy." <laughs> okay, he's in the he's in the like VIP room, right, of the Studio Fifty Four, the top floor, <laughs> and this this model just points at him and says, "I want to fuck that black guy." Okay, and. He's like, and he sort of expresses how uncomfortable it made him feel. Sure. I'm uncomfortable hearing about it. We were having a nice discussion about popples. I almost did a full spit take. But I took a full sip of soda and then you just said one of the more like, you said it so... So dead people. All yeah. things sound like that. Keep coming Jesse, out of my keep voice. Keep an eye on Jenny's Coke Zero. Got it. And make sure that we, we are about take. to vanilla Coke Zero, which oh, actually sounds quite it's nice. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I don't love. I don't. I don't. I don't love a. I, I have a hard time with artificial sweeteners, but I yeah. imagine if I did like an artificial sweetener, that'd be the way to go. So he expresses how uncomfortable he is with sure. this, and then he says something which I found really arresting, mm-hmm. which is he said. He said, now, I don't recommend this, and I'm not saying it because I think it was good, but I had her do a line of coke off my dick. Wait, what? I wasn't, I didn't follow that. <laughs> what? So she says that she says, thing that I, I don't, don't wanna... no, don't say it again. Okay. I don't like hearing it. Okay. But I'm, I'm uncomfortable with interracial relationships. <laughs> Okay. And then he says... Wait, you weren't kidding. This is a conservative podcast. This is a very conservative... We were talking off mic, and I think you probably thought it was a joke. I did. I thought it was a bit. No, it's not. Yeah, Mm. we're um, America first. Love it or leave it. Okay. Well, uh... Lock her up. But we don't love love it or leave it. (laughs) No, the podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, you were saying. So she says that, and then what is... She says that, and he says... He says to the camera, he says, look, I'm not saying this because I think it was good. And I don't think that you should do this if you were in the same situation. But it's really some—it's something that did happen. Sure, I had her do a line of coke off my dick. Oh my! And well. you're just like—and this guy is so genial. Wait, I don't understand what one has to do with the other. There's no like. Uh... 
Should well, these are, they, they, the, the, the unifying factor is they're in the top floor of Studio 54 and everybody just feels kind of obliged to do coke off each other's genitals. Sure. I mean, hey, I mean, I spent a weekend with the Grimace. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, baby. This is great because um, on my way here, my mom was like, oh, let me know when the podcast is out. Now I won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got lost in the mail. <laughs> Whoops. Jenny's mom used to be a model in New York. Oh, sure. Um, so, so, okay. That's all. That's that whole story. Yeah, I, I recommend the program, and I recommend particularly the guy who was the band leader of the Stone City Band. He's a very, very fun guy. So, Jenny, do you want to drop the news bomb on the show I, that you dropped to us? Yes. I feel mic? like it's less of a news bomb, more of like a, you guys were saying a thing about planes, and I go, oh, hey, this crazy thing happened to our mutual friend, uh, which is that Elliot Kalin's plane got hit by lightning on wow. his way from, I think they were doing a Midwest show, and then they were heading to New York. Um and the plane got hit by lightning. That and he's alive. Incredible. He survived. Yeah. But will he have superpowers? Probably. We don't know. I he's think... exactly the guy to get them. <sighs> he would be great with superpowers. He would be really good with superpowers. I really hope it's he now he's half man, half plane. <laughs> <laughs> he fused him in the plane. And now he's just like a, a Delta 747. He technically has the power of frequent speech. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Gift of gab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Plane Man's like a terrible hero. That's just like the ability to fly, but also being cumbersome and like needing yeah. like a wide berth to be able to land. It's not like <laughs> it's not like Superman where there's like this sort of like beautiful ergonomic. Like he can just right. like jump from building to building. It sure. would be like, well, I can fly there, but I need a lot. I'm going to need a lot of room. I think yeah. his sidekick is one of those guys in a safety vest with the two <laughs> flashlights. Yeah, like, exactly. This way, I actually, I similar thing happened to me. I, I was not on the plane, but lightning hit an airport that I was in, and I became half man half chilies too <laughs> so i'm now like a chilies but a little bit worse You're like a chilies one fourth yes yeah yeah, yeah chilies yeah chilies 0.25 i'm a little more expensive and my menus are very sticky is chilies too more expensive that seems like it should be uh, less expensive because it's smaller you don't get the full chilies experience you know i was just i was what i was i have not priced them recently mm-hmm. um uh, but I was assuming because Chili's Two T O O is in an airport, it would be more expensive. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe it's a consistent pricing across all Chili's. You're just locations. not getting like the full franchise experience if there's not like a high school production of a musical, like having their <sighs> yeah. after party there, and they're kind of fucking around. Yeah, exactly. And like there's two kids who are definitely gonna hook up. Oh and, yeah, like, one girl who really wanted to is sure. gonna cry. And they're like all sharing one thing of fries. Exactly, and it's the That's worst experience. For well, they saw the Rent. Staff. They know it's okay to just go into. <laughs> Like a restaurant and ruin a service person's day. Do Do you think high school theater Dorcases? And I say that affectionately. I was quite the theater Dorcas. I, yes. I had a cape phase. What was your? Oh God, you did cape to school. Yeah, you were cape kid. I, I was didn't for know a this. Brief, We've known each other for twenty years. Very brief period. Yeah, I knew about the bubble pipes, but I didn't yeah. know about the, the what. Cape. We carried around fucking bubble pipes, and we would <laughs> me and fun. the other Dorcases. I like that. We That's a have... fun Dorcas thing. It's very creative. I used creative. to host a comedy show in New York where I smoked a bubble pipe like I love the idea for some reason there's something so funny like I had like a fake mustache and like a smoking jacket but it was just my same personality I just decided <laughs> I wanted to be like a mm-hmm. I wanted mm-hmm. to be like sort of an urbane like a velvet jacket smoking type and uh, see if I could pull it off don't we all but wait That's okay hold on it's a cape kid yeah it was very brief I got a cape what was your favorite role that you ever played <sighs> 
high school. A, I mean, got so many. Um, Poly- you know, Polyachi, of course. Poly- yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, I saw a doctor, and uh, uh, I think it was probably the narrator in Into the Woods. That's a great role. It is a very it's a great role and a great show. They didn't split it up into like many different roles like they do at a lot of high schools, so all the kids get a get a line. No, I mean I think my high school was light on boys. Mm. Yeah, uh, no, that, yeah, that's, sure. That is the thing. Story of my life, right? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Something I say. Light on boys or light on boys auditioning for yes, music? yeah. I think there was a, there were not a lot of people who were interested in uh, in theater mm-hmm. boy wise. Um, maybe it was you know the so sig- you kind of got your pick though. That's like the nice thing about being like the one boy in a theater yeah. program. And yeah, and I think my I I, I got some I got some nodding. got some plum rolls in musicals. Even though I, I think I got married. <laughs> she be the one guy who auditioned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of other guys auditioned all gay though. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think I I could not sing, but still got a I still got some nice some nice you cherry parts. You don't have to sing in. to be the narrator in Into the Woods though. It's all like a uh, lot of talk. Singing. A lot of talk singing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm a pretty good talk singer. Mm-hmm. You got You're the a gift regular of talk, sing gab. Rex Harrison. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I am good at talk singing. <laughs> A little bit. I mean, I haven't done it in a while. I'm a little rusty and I haven't warmed up. Wait, what was the musical theater Dorcas's observation you were going to make? About, oh, I wonder if high school. About chilies. I wonder if the current crop of Dorcas's, I wonder if they liked Rent as much as we did. Hmm. I, or if they, they, I mean, they have Hamilton. I feel they like do have Hamilton. And I think that's their probably their key interest. But I, but I think Rent hit such a specific thing that no other show does, which is like a show about how important the things you specifically like are. Yeah, Where it's like yeah, this art you're making with your friends here. This is what's this is important. Real. Yeah, arm warmers are cool. Like it's all <laughs> stuff that musical theater kids want to hear. Right. I have never seen Rent. Uh huh. Uh, I think that I honestly the only thing I know about rent was that I it was at ten thousand twenty five hundred six hundred minutes. Yeah. Okay. Here we open on Avenue B. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. I'm walking here. I'm walking. <laughs> I'll provide the color so you tell the story and I'll be, just be the. Yes, please I'll do. fill in the world. That would be really great. Is hot dogs. Rent... Hot dogs. <laughs> 90s. I guess I think I just blocked it out in high school mm-hmm. because I was I was also a theater dork of the first mm-hmm. order. Did you have a cape cape kid phase? Uh, I had plenty of I know I have my cape adult. Yes, but <laughs> he's currently in his cape kid phase. Uh, they call cape adults polyamorous. That's <laughs> <laughs> Want to just wrap up the episode? Yeah, <laughs> the prestige. <laughs> Um, but I think I was, uh, I was, I was, I was in a musical because a girl I liked Which wanted one? me to be in it. Little Shop. Who'd you play? The comedy ones. You know how there's like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. in the show, the, the one guy, one, one person plays the But he usually also plays scene. the dentist. Yeah, did and the you, dentist. Did yeah, you I play did the, dentist the dentist too? Yes. Well, that's, you gotta lead with that. That's the, lead with I dentist. the dentist. That's the best role and in the, the show. And the miscellaneous comedy bits. Um, <laughs> you, but, just, you were just like, no, just the parts in like a... Uh, there's a part where you dress up as a lady. Right. That's fun. Although I could never remember those, that song. Um, it's uh, the Meek Shell and Harris. I don't remember what else there was. Yeah. So anyway... Anyway, the moral of the story is the all, in my high school where it was like a lot of theater school, mm. there was a group of musical theater enthusiasts 
and then there was everyone else. And the group of musical theater enthusiasts, while I did date one of them for a time... Was uh, it exhausting? Uh, <laughs> did you pretend to like clove cigarettes? <laughs> How um, much crying was there? Yeah. So uh, they they were into that, and I couldn't deal with it. It was too much mm-hmm. for me. So I just blocked it out entirely. But now, all these years later, because it was on television the other day and stuff, I find myself wondering, like, I mean, it must be kind of good, right? Like, why would it have captured all those teens' imaginations? It's because it's exactly what teens think being an adult and being an artist is. Like, it's not good. It's just it captures what their imagination of it is. Like, their their version of, like, fuck the man and, like, being a starving artist and stuff. And then you grow up and you're like, oh, these people all need to get jobs. Because when, when I was that age and the the – I'm talking about this group of musical theater kids. I'm talking about, like, five to seven total. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, only a few from the acting department of my arts high school, mostly singers it's cool and dancers. It's cool went to an arts high school, though, because I went to a very sportsy high school, so being the musical theater kid was, like, way less... It was a whole thing. Yeah. It was a... yeah. But it, So they wanted to do company mm-hmm. at the time. That's a terrible show for a And I was like, do. I, don't, I don't know what that is. I don't want to do that. And then they were like, well, we could do Little Shop of Horrors. I was like, oh, from the movie Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah, I'll be in that. Companies, but, by the way, I'm worried it sounds like I just said Company's a terrible show. It's one of the best shows ever. Yeah, so it's I a saw... terrible show for a high school to do. I watched that PBS company with uh, Neil Patrick Harris and Stephen Colbert and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Wait, when you were in high school, you watched No, that? no, as an adult. Oh. I'm talking about three... It's like, you are so much younger. Three years ago. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were. No. Yeah, Jesse's 19. <laughs> I watched it A like hard 19. Three. <laughs> three. Oh. I started smoking at four. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I, that made me wonder. Like, as I liked Company a lot. I thought it was great. And I had never... I don't think I had ever seen a whole Sondheim show. So I thought that was tr- tremendous. And then I was like, well, they were, if they were right about Company, maybe they were right about Rent. Uh, Jenny, what were your what were your prize high school roles? And did you yes. have a Cape Kid like phase? Did you were you? I never really had like a full Cape Kid phase. I had a minute. One of the weirder things about me working at Nick is that I had such a hot topic kid phase, mm. and I was hugely into um, like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac and Invader. Oh, Sam sure, the jo- Yonan jo- Vasquezverse. Yes, who I sat, whose office was next to mine up until very recently while he was finishing the Zim movie, and not fangirling over him was been like one of the proudest achievements of my like being a professional adult. Like he is the person I think I would be most starstruck by because I'm like, yeah, I like learned to write like writing fan fiction about like uh, myself, just like me. Invaders in or whatever. Um, is that a type of fan fiction? Oh yeah, where you just like I a mean, meet and greet. Is that the name of? The... I was too afraid to do. Like I feel like a lot of people will do the one where it's like self insert, but it's like a sexy character. And I think I was too like innocent as a kid for that. Yeah. Um, you and Invaders in would just like we were just like pals. Get lunch or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We ate bacon fries. Oof, that sounds nice. Um, did coke off grimace? Uh, <laughs> the, um, well, you're lying when you said that's not sexy because yeah, if you're doing coke off the grimace, so something's gonna happen. Um, no, so I had like a hot topicy kid phase. I but like the musical theater kid phase was a huge thing for me. My rent, I was like never as into rent. I don't get me wrong, 
I love Rent, but my <laughs> Rent was Phantom of the Opera. And ah. I think because it's the goth kid fan, it's the goth sure. kid Rent. Uh, you're like, yeah, this is very dark. Um, I really understand this character who just is so ugly and he just wants uh, everybody to Play, pay attention yeah. to him and to do the show that he wants them to do. And, <laughs> um, and that is the show that looking back, I'm like, this is a, a mess. This is a terrible show. I saw Phantom of the Opera three times in high school because when you go to an arts school – and there's Phantom of the Opera ran in San Francisco with the Curran Theater or whatever rem- for like I, I'm 10 from, years wait, are you from or something. The Bay Area? Yeah, I'm from San Francisco. Really? Uh, I'm from, so I'm from Palo Alto. Oh, yeah. there you go. So, so I've seen it. I've seen that production. Yeah, so it ran forever in San Francisco. And when you go to an arts high school, they just give you tickets. Like if there's tickets for teens, the teens that get to go first are the ones that go to the arts high school. Right. But um, I remember finding it difficult to endure the first time. Uh, and then just like, wow, was it rough the second and third You were time. more uh, self-aware, I guess, or just had better taste than I did. Like my family is so patient. They've listened to it so many times in the car. And I'm like, it is – listening now, I'm like, it is 80% a musical about how hard it is to run an opera, which is insane. <laughs> like <laughs> there are so many numbers yeah. where it's just like, how, how are we going to keep the theater open? And it's like, <laughs> there's a murder ghost. Why are we singing about this? Yeah, we should be we should be singing about this ghost ocean that he's punting a boat across. <laughs> it's truly crazy. Like that doesn't get any screen time, but most of it is like, no, like we've been paying the ghost to appease him. Of course, that's how it works. We've got to deal with this big personality at the opera, and then like a fake opera number. It's so bad. I was uh, I uh, I had a I had a pretty hot night uh, not too long ago, oh, having yeah. a couple of drinks and listening to you must remember this, the classic Hollywood podcast. That's a great sure. podcast. It's a great podcast. Uh, R.I.P. I think. Oh no. Um, yeah. Uh, not R.I.P. Uh, gone for now. Gone for now. Yeah. I think. No, dead to me. It's dead. <laughs> it doesn't come out weekly. It's the showtime of podcasts. Yes, exactly. Bring back Petty Dreadful. Um, uh, and I, during this, realized I had, I had never seen all those classic Universal monster movies. Oh. And uh, jumped on the Amazon, ordered a nice box set. Uh, came a couple days later. I'm like, what's this? <laughs> um, uh, and I watched The Phantom of the Opera. And, it, that... and well, I didn't even realize you could order grilled cheese on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but here it is. Um, that could have just been a man near my mailbox who had a grilled cheese. I don't know that he was an Amazon employee or not. He was just milling around <laughs> by your mailbox when he heard, Caw-caw! And uh, he yeah. knew the cops were coming. Right, and he exactly. Had to drop it. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. He's a grilled cheese vagrant. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm his lookout. Um, and I, I really enjoyed them. I mean, they are all slow as fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all 80 minutes and yep. feel like nine hours, but like very beautiful. And there's like a lot of cool stuff that happens. And you can definitely see like, oh boy, if you like saw this in the 30s, you would lose your shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that Phantom of the Opera, that is mostly just several operas. Yes. That is mo- you are mostly just watching opera in that, uh, which I guess was probably amazing at the time because you probably, you they know. They didn't have anything else to do and it was, everybody was dying. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't in- until like the 1950s that people stopped listening to operas like that was a fun thing to do. Right. And the biggest celebrities weren't like Enrico a, a, te- a tenor. You know? Yeah, exactly. There was no, there are no celebrity tenors these days. Yeah, there I should guess. be. Yeah, I, I like. I want to go back to that. I like that. You're turning back the clock on that Turn one. Turn back the clock on that one. I mean, I love like a like a great singer. I think I think it's super fun to listen to just like a really great singer. Would do a you bunch want? Of the hits. <laughs> what, what kind of tenor would you like? Italian, Irish. Mm, what's the tech again? 
Uh, Brian is Portuguese. Yeah. Can Can you sing? Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's he's what nodding I want. his head. Yes. Okay. I want yeah, he's Brian his head, specifically yes. to sing Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear, let's hear those Portuguese hits. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, so that was my, my musical theater phase. I think the thing is, so then I went to NYU, I went to Tisch and I met like real musical theater kids and I was like, I cannot hang anymore. Sure. This is like too, it was just like kid people who are like doing musical theater. Like they were like, this is my profession. Where they sing very seriously. Um, I was never like in the classrooms with them. I mostly saw them like crying in the cafeterias. <laughs> um, and there was a Cape kid. There was a significant Cape kid. Oh, Tish even for in, all even four in, years. even in yeah. college. Yeah, for all four years of college. College Cape um, kid. But I was in a. I was in like sort of the other very dorky group there, the kids who got too intense about something dumb, which is the NYU comedy. Oh yeah, sure. Yep, us. Too. We were so. we were part of UCSC's longest running improv group. Oh, what was it called? Humor Force Five. What was your improv group's bad it name? Was a, it was a sketch team. We were called Hammercats. We were not, okay. Uh, Wait, is that like that's like a that like went on to become a thing, right? Yeah, it's a thing. Like so it's that's... a it's a gener I mean, I'm actually proud of being proud of it. It was sure. like it was like a generational thing. But yeah, we definitely did a lot of uh shows with groups that had We're also um, proud of what we did. <laughs> I believe you. I yes, think, you know. everyone liked it. <laughs> we were not bad or annoying. I liked it. <laughs> Listen to that woman. <laughs> I've been here the whole time. You? <laughs> it's just a cow waving a handkerchief out of a window. Hello, it boys. The, it was the best short form I ever saw in the porn and dining hall. <laughs> I mean, it's just that thing of like uh, the most important thing in the world is a show that ten people are going to see yes. in like a. A college common area, and then everybody is going to go have like a very intense party during which a lot of drama is going to happen. Right? Like, that's, yeah. That's like the th- that's like the theater kid thing, though. Too. It's just like whether or not there's a dash of irony in what you're doing, and I think that the the earnestness of the musical theater kids, like, and I'm a very earnest person, and as a in college, I was a very earnest person, but I was like, this is overwhelming. Sure. <laughs> um, but I still love musical theater, and my favorite place in the entire universe is a bar called Marie's Crisis in New York City. And what's like that's the thing I'm homesick for when I think about New York. Really, is that it's a, a musical theater it's bar? A piano. It's like a piano bar in the West Village, and it's like people come there to sing. Yeah, like I, I've been to it. It's a little slice of heaven. I don't even like love musical theater, but I'm like, oh, this is a this is a wonderful place that I only used to exists like, here. Go and like at least once a week, like <clears throat> close it out. And I was like, I wanted to invite friends, but also I was like, I'm not here. Like I'm I'm here to like. There's a catharsis. Become of it. a problem drinker. <laughs> I am here to become a real problem. Wait, would drinker. you sing? Well, everybody sings. Like, would, that's the thing. What was, your, what, was your, what was your jam? I mean, everybody. Everybody sings. Everything's my, uh, my jam. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I did does a, everyone sing en masse or does everyone take a turn No, singing? everybody sings en masse, it's, mm. which I think is great. I mean, it's fun because like, then they'll do like a one day more and you'll all look around and be like, okay, we're all pick, we all know who we are. Great. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, Someone call Cosette. Exactly. So... Uh, um, and then the it's like the a waiters church do, for very or, strong feeling young people. Well, it's actually I mean it's really a church for like older, older gay, gay men, and it. then like a lot of sort of younger NYU 
people who who hang out. But it's great mm-hmm. because like people come in and they're like, oh, this is just a place to hang out. And then they're like, oh, we like see what's going on here. And if you're not serious about it, like we'll we'll, we'll leave. Sure. Um, one time, two girls were removed for requesting rent like too aggressively, and like just they kept yelling over other stuff like "play rent," and they were like escorted out. <laughs> I'm sorry. It well, that's great. what I mean. I feel mm-hmm. like anywhere where you have serious musical theater people, you run into there are people who love the, you know, people who just love the 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 pomp and circumstance and the uh, open hearted emotionality, and are glad if whatever Jesus Christ superstar or any other Andrew Lloyd Webber show is there. And then there's people who are like, uh, musical theater is the most important art form that's ever been created. And the greatest artist in the history of the world is Stephen Sondheim. Also, he's the only musical theater guy ever. <laughs> well, I feel like those people are even more just like uh, like at that point, they're like, oh, well, William Finn is really the, the best oh, musical theater. Wow. Sure. So you know what I mean? Like people who like it really splits into factions. But I feel like... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just like a great place for dorks. Where my friends, a lot of, I had like my friends and I had like my Marie's Crisis friends. And it was people where it was like, I know like who we are. Like we've, like we just had like an understanding. It was very, it was very beautiful. The closest I've ever been to that was once going in bowling in the Broadway Bowling League when I was in New York, which is all the different shows have a bowling team and then they bowl against each other. But the, it's as you would expect. There are some almost upsettingly serious and skilled bowlers and many less skilled bowlers. Which were you? Less skilled <laughs> by – no, I have no bowling skills worth mentioning. But it is amazing to see like a, you know, a tiny woman that looks like a 30-year-old Bernadette Peters uh, like bowl four strikes in a row. Uh, and then, like, a, a giant dude looked like he is not sure what shape a ball is. <laughs> you know what I mean? This like, is the squares. It's a very interesting mix of things. But they, like, shut down a bowling alley. Like, it's the entire bowling alley, all the lanes. And, you know, the there's, like, the uh, – what was – there was a fun home team bowling next to us. And there was – like, every show has its own bowling team. I would imagine it would be dangerous – if you had a ball in your hands while you were doing jazz hands. Uh-huh. So I imagine. <laughs> Although you could become extraordinarily strong if you did that in a calisthenic context. I mean, oh, they yeah, dance, sure. uh, you know, very dramatic, like intense dancing things eight times a week. Like these people are not messing around. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's, I mean, that's something that like, you know, when I was in musical theater, it was, you know, when you're in high school or whatever, it's Dorcas's. But when you get to a professional <laughs> level, like all these people are jacked. Fitness yeah. obsessives because they need to dance at a They're really all high level. Very so. gorgeous. Like, sure, don't get yeah. me wrong. It's like it's a beautiful, beautiful profession. And mm-hmm. I think that's why, at some point, like comedy musical theater dorcases are like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bow out of this one. <laughs> uh, I do. Can I get a suggestion? <laughs> I do think though that like all comedy people uh, fall into either like huge wrestling nerds or huge musical theater nerds. Like it, at their core, they yeah, were into yeah. one of those at some point. No, I think that's a. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good theory. I bet that I bet that tracks pretty well. Mara I mean, Wilson and I used, did a show in New York where we'd have like comedians come on and be like, "Just pick your dream role. You don't have to be right for it. Just like we're just going to give you like a venue and just sure. like, do it." And people came and they were so serious and they were like, "I've been waiting to do this song for for so long." Um, I'm having, I mean, Jordan, Jesse, go listeners know that my sole uh, professional objective is to play Professor Harold Hill in The Music Man. 
You'd be great. And I'm really like, I'm getting goosebumps just at the thought of having a venue. There is nothing. My, well, as someone who really struggles to sit through much musical theater, like I don't particularly enjoy watching musical theater generally, but being in even a lousy high school musical theater production is the most fun performance thing that exists in it the is. world. It's I say so that fun. as a non-singer, non-dancer, non-actor, a triple non-threat. <laughs> my my so my friend did uh trouble at uh, 54 Below as part of this show like a couple of years ago and he's about to open his first Broadway show in like uh, hey, end of April. So it's a real it's a, success it's a story. Real success story. Well, and, it, and sounds like, you... I, it sounds like the dream is real for so me. So I think you can do it. And yeah. have you actually like sponsored anyone who went on to become a wrestler? Um, yeah, I trained I trained a couple people. Oh, good. Yeah, That's Mickey awesome. Rooney was me. Oh, really? wow. You're yeah. Mickey Rooney? <laughs> no, am I thinking Mickey Rooney? Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. <laughs> I don't think. The oh, wrestler. the wrestler. Yes. I could kind of see where you were going, and I didn't want to cool. stop down I, the bit. I couldn't uh, think of Mickey a, Rooney I, was me in uh, Babe Pig in the City, <laughs> oh, where he's that sad oh, yeah. old man clown with the <laughs> orangutan. I, I went to Mickey Rourke because I couldn't think of a real wrestler off the top of my head. Oh, and sure. I, I can now. Ultimate and Warrior Rock, would be. So. Yeah. Oh, the Rock. Yeah. That's a good one. Well, uh, do we all want to go around and name a wrestler? <laughs> like, good, Jordan, you're they, the only one left. Oh, bleh, The Rock. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan. Yes. Every episode of Jordan, Jesse, Go. Yeah. Is brought to you by the hardworking young people yeah. who go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and become members of Maximum Fun. We love them. Every I, I love them romantically, mm-hmm. ideologically, mm-hmm. sensually. Sure. Uh, odorifically. <laughs> yeah. You like to smell them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say? Yeah. Smells good. Ooh, what is that? Cinnamon buns? What is that? Me paying my mortgage? (laughs) Uh, We're also brought to you this week by our friends at Squarespace. If you are a creator, if you are a person who sells things, if you are a person with one big idea that you'd like to share with the world and you don't want to send any mail bombs, well then... (laughs) Squarespace. Squarespace. You can turn your cool idea into a new website. You can blog or publish content. You can sell products and services of all kinds. Uh, There are beautiful, customizable templates created by world-class designers. And our listeners have heard me talk about this. But if there's one thing I hate in the world, it's regional-class designers. Thank you, Squarespace, for keeping those... Yokels out of our purview. I think the next thing for Squarespace is going to be interstellar designers. <laughs> Ooh, alien designers, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think so. so. I mean, it might present an ex- accessibility issues, but I mean, they've already got the responsive templates. <laughs> uh, they got 24-7 award-winning customer support and analytics that help you grow in real time. Jesse, I made myself a Squarespace site. Is that why you're so much bigger than you used to be? <laughs> I'm huge! <laughs> yes, I, I grew in real time. In real time, yeah. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code JJGO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com and enter code 
J J Go. Now, Jordan, we yes. also have something up on the Jumbotron where our listeners can share messages with each other. This is for JP from Amart. I hope I'm pronouncing that okay. Uh, A-M-A-R-T. The message is, congratulations on your new house, but don't dare forget that I have three legendary Ryomas and you have none. Well, probably a Pokemon. <laughs> that's a fine guess. <laughs> yeah. A Ryoma. Three legendary Ryomas. Is that like maybe a possibly a difficult to obtain uh, anime DVD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that like neuroblastoma? It's a brag. This person's just like taunting the, yeah. taunting the sick. Hello, mm-hmm. it's Dr. Franklin. Are you sitting down? You've got three <laughs> legendary Ryomas. <laughs> That's right, on your testicles. <laughs> you also have three testicles. <laughs> you, you've never put a mirror down there to take a look? No. Why are, you, why are you listening to our podcast ourselves, Jesse and Jordan's famous podcast, every week? Right, where we encourage listeners to hold hand mirrors under there? Yeah, get a look at the undercarriage. Get a look. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, like... And just, and hey, check yourself for Ryomas. <laughs> just make it, a, make it a fun, Can sexual I, Let me put it break. this way, Jordan. What? Check yourself for Ryomas before you wreck yourself from mm, Ryomas. Yeah. <laughs> Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Jenny Jaffe, uh, plucky detective assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God knows you're plucky. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. That's huge. That's real. Truly, like I feel like that's what I want. I want to be known. And um, for. Jenny, mm-hmm. uh, I think this is as good a time as any to tell you I'm promoting you to co-detective. Oh, what? I, yeah. After that case that we just solved, I I really pulled it out in the end. You didn't believe my theory at first. And, I uh, I didn't, but you're right. It was the husband <laughs> who killed her. <laughs> it was weird that you didn't believe it. I it's was like, true. it seems likely. No, I usually said. that's what who it is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I thought it was uh, like smugglers or pirates. Well, oh just because that's kind of how I want. That's kind of I wanted it. The yeah. notes, the initial <laughs> notes on the case that you sent me <laughs> said you thought it was a garburator accident. <laughs> Listen, I was doing a lot of shrooms over the course of this case. Right. Here's how the episode ends: where there's the case, it's like it's all so happy, and then like as they're pulling out, I'm like, do I get my name on the door? And you're like, whoa, there, champ, and then it like fades and then out. we freeze and <laughs> yeah. the credits roll. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Welcome to the welcome Thank you to so much. welcome yeah welcome to the world of detecting. It's a joy to have you on the team. I hire Jordan for various. <laughs> right. You seem like the chief. The I yeah. regularly do. I no, I'm not. The, I'm not a. I'm a pri- simple. Oh, private is this a citizen. Carmen San Diego situation? <laughs> yeah, that's I like the, that better. The only way I know that detectives work. There's a chief who occasionally calls in via video, right. and the only crimes yeah. are people stealing monuments. It's but and they have no idea where the person went. Or what, what's her name? Esopath and Mercison? What are you saying? <laughs> was that, who should, should we call her doctor? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> I don't know. She's a cartoon. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a legendary Ryoma <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, just put your bite block in so you don't bite off your own tongue. <laughs> put your wallet in my mouth. <laughs> Yes, Daddy. 
Hey, wait. I forgot to do the one thing I meant to do on this podcast. Yeah. Which is plug the movie Serenity, which I'm not in. I saw it on Saturday. Jordan! Do you want it? To, okay. The rest of the show's done. We have to just the talk first, about Serenity. Well, so here, so I, like, I need this to be a huge thing. Like I, That was why I texted Elliot to find out that he got off the okay. plane. Like, you guys are going to Serenity. That's the next movie. You wanted to protect the box office receipts of Serenity mm-hmm. when you texted Elliot to make sure he was okay. I didn't know he had gotten hit by a plane at that point. That's oh, yeah. why I was texting him to be like, okay. hey, by the I way. I thought you meant when you heard that his plane got hit by lightning. <laughs> I was like, go see Serenity like, first. Oh, go see Serenity now. <laughs> you, might, did, you might fall. I'm so sorry to I be fair, I think microphone, it, I do. Brian. I think it is reasonable to assume that Serenity could also be playing on airplanes at this point, <laughs> uh, given its performance. But I guess here's my, here's my elevator pitch if you're wondering if you should go see Serenity. What is Serenity? It is if... The less you know, the better. Yeah, the less isn't you know, the better. The, isn't that the movie It's of, a different Serenity. Yeah. You will be disappointed. Uh, Is that Gina the name Torres of the show or the movie? Serenity. So you're thinking of the movie of Firefly. Which yes. It's called Serenity. Yes. This is a Matthew McConaughey boat movie. Yeah. Oh, so wait. It, it is it's the, not the movie of Firefly? No, it's, it's new. Because I liked Firefly and I loved that movie. You sure, great creepily movie. saying daddy is really what... Did um, that have Chiwetel? Oh, yeah. There is me. some weird daddy shit in that. Did yeah. that movie have Chiwetel Ejiofor in it? Yeah. yeah. The other Serenity did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved that. Um, Why aren't we talking about that Serenity? <laughs> it's a space movie which you would tell Edgy for. It, uh, so this Serenity, it will be leaving theaters soon. Well, um, when I when I was looking up showtimes, it was only playing at 3 p.m. or 11 p.m. Oh, so, I think I saw it at noon. Yeah. Uh, it is if Jimmy Buffett d- did peyote and wrote an episode <laughs> of Black Beer. <laughs> no. That's a great... Yeah, That's a great description. And then, yeah, I do want to talk about the specifics with someone. But... Uh, well, I, we, we will, we're going to talk about this off mic. Sure. But the thing I do want to say about Serenity is I've never had a more communal experience with an audience. Because yeah, it I was, was fun. I was told to go see it like by somebody who knows I love bad movies. And so I went with a friend. And it was clear there were people in the audience who were there just for a movie because some people aren't comedy assholes. Yeah. And well, I mean, it, over... has, it has stars in it. I mean, it has Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Yeah. But the, and then, Jaiman Hansu? Yeah. And then over the course of the movie, everyone got on the same page. And by the end, it was like a church. People were cheering yeah. and cracking up and applauding. And like I made friends with people outside the theater because we were talking about it. And like now I'm going to go to an escape room with them. So like Serenity wow, is wow. a beautiful experience. Then afterwards, you're going to go to Olive Garden and one person's going to order something and everybody else is going <laughs> to gorge on unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about how great that one note you hit was mm-hmm. Becky, and there's like one kid who like drinks coffee. Oh, he's so cute. God, he's so cute. Um, the but no, it was um, it swings for the fences harder than any other movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, truly has a twist that, and then has like a like a sub twist, and then had but it has a twist and a half. It has like a forty five minute twist. Yeah, it is it, so fucking weird. It's the, it's truly, and I like I've seen I've seen a lot of bad movies. I think this is up there. It's magic. It's, it's it is that kind of it's like the bonkers, best bad and it movie. has stars in it who are acting good. It has like good performances. Anyway, kind of. is Matthew McConaughey good? He's he doesn't know there's a camera on him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's. This is maybe just what Matthew McConaughey behaves like. Yeah. In addition, and I am also including the fact that he lives in a um he lives in a storage container. He does. I think that might also in the be movie how. or in real life could be both. Uh-huh. It's in the movie, but I mean, I think if the theory that uh, 
he didn't know there was a camera. I, I'm like, yeah, I could see McConaughey living in a storage uh, it, container. It's just like um, it's so baffling that it was uh, it was produced. Like yeah. I just don't know. I mean, if you had Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, but like, why did they sign on to this movie? They're Oscar winners. Sure. Anyway, it's it's a real treat. Uh, if you like, if you like to goof on a a a, a big swing, then uh, get go go out there and see Serenity. Make some new friends. Go to an escape room. I'm tempted to like buy out a theater and like bring all the people that I want to go see it because I'm like I I really I need. It felt like going insane at a certain point. It I does. Was, it like, feels like madness. I need to know that somebody else witnessed this. You wonder, you wonder, you like, you're like, are we all, we We're all see all this, this, right? I'm not just like dying on an operating table. And this is a <laughs> weird like that. movie that I see in my head before I die. This is the movie I'm watching on the plane while the lightning hits. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and now I'm half Serenity. Well, guys, I saw. U-N-A. I saw Spider-Man and it was great. Yeah, Spider-Man was, was really Spider-Man was really, Spider-Man really strong. Real good. Yeah, really enjoyed I that. I didn't mean to interrupt a segment. I just. Um... No, it's fine. It's not a big deal. This was We actually had scheduled to do Serenity Chat, so this was nice. Thank you for <laughs> I was I was like so excited to talk about Chiwetel Ejiofor. Sure. When I would... you put Serenity Chat on the schedule. No, yeah. I would love to do a podcast where I just have a different friend watch Serenity every week and just get their <laughs> yeah and like the second it's over get their reaction because mm. I, I it felt like going insane. Can I suggest a guest for week one? Mm-hmm. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Great! <laughs> oh, he'd be a good guest. He's amazing. He's a very compelling guy. Do you think he'd be a great podcast guest? I've had him as a guest on my uh, podcast Bullseye with Jesse Thornton, and he was wonderful. That's that's awesome. He's yeah. a I love it in that movie actor. where he he kills that guy and he's like, "This is a good death." <laughs> such a fucking good, a fucking strong he start to a movie. He should have been in Serenity. Who? Chiwetelogy of That he was. Oh, this Serenity. Serenity. Serenity, the real Serenity. Serenity, Serenity was the star. more expensive than another Serenity. He was the star of the David Mamet MMA movie, right? Yeah, Red Belt. I was really into that. Sure. I'll watch that again. Let's Let's start a podcast where we just watch that David Mamet MMA movie. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. Less compelling. Yeah. Value proposition. We'll see. When something momentous happens to you, we ask you call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Here's our first call. It's just me being like, <laughs> I just hey, saw <laughs> Jesse and guests. This is Ben calling from Alaska, and uh, I'm really glad to get to talk to you guys. Entirely by coincidence, I was... Listening to you guys as I uh, returned home to my cabin this evening, and uh, anyways, the place had been robbed, and uh, there's stuff all over the floor. Doesn't really seem to be a disaster. There's not anything really irreplaceable missing. Weirdly specific, the computer power cord for the laptop is gone, but the laptop's still here. The other weirdly specific thing that's missing. As far as condoms, I've, like I've checked, there's only one place that they would be, and they're definitely gone. So this person that broke through the window probably terrified my dog. Uh, absconded with a computer power cord and condoms. Um, so, anyways, that seemed like a momentous choice. And I just wanted you guys to know mostly that I really appreciated you being here with me as I, uh, 
you know, experienced this slightly stressful moment and it felt like I had some reassuring friends to help me out through that situation. Thanks. Great job. Talk to you later. Matthew McConaughey, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're sorry that happened to your storage container. Did he call you guys before, like, the police? Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what. Yeah, just to let oh. us know. We try and keep people locked in so they got mm. the phone number in the yeah. phone and they know when something momentous happens, they call right away. Now, he, I, oh, sorry. don't gather your thoughts. He, call the, right away. That's what we like, want. There's only one place the condoms could have been. I'm like, <laughs> On his dick? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, you know, and I, 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 you know, before we chat more about this, I just yeah. want to say, um, we're glad you're okay. Yes. This is very scary. This basically. Glad your dog's okay. Glad the dog's okay. Yeah. The, basically this exact same thing happened to me two months ago. My place got it's broken It's fucking into. terrifying. It's totally terrifying. And, uh, yeah, it's weird. It's, it feels weird being in your house for the, you know, next couple weeks. And especially uh, I would imagine if you live in a cabin in Alaska, cause you know, it could have been a bear. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. A bear who loves to fuck. <laughs> But then oh, he's not ready for a kid. You know he'd be fucking. Yeah, bears love to fuck. <laughs> they love to fuck and they love the juiced up battery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they love a full battery. Um, the it felt like a riddle. Yeah, <laughs> as he was saying it, it was like a cabin in Alaska. The only things missing are the condoms. Oh, the dead guy is Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Is it possible that we're the people that you met outside the movie? <laughs> And we're in an escape room right now? It does feel a little bit like that, yeah. That would be the most, that would be the best thing to cater to a specific demographic, an escape room that is also a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, why if, like, you have to be a guest on the podcast to get out of the escape room? Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's, it, we did have a little, I should say that while he was speaking, we did, there was kind of a nonverbal communication going on mm-hmm. in the room while we were listening. And of course, you know, we all feel bad. Uh, for what happened to you, we're glad you're okay. We're glad your pets are okay. It sounded like you were jerking off <laughs> while you were talking to us. It was, it probably... was a very like phone sex. I'm sure he just was like out of breath from sure. like stress, but it was a very heady yes. tone. Mm-hmm. And I think... That's just how you talk. Like you have a profession ahead of you, sir. <laughs> I think Ben was glad to have us there and glad to have us to call. Because he lives in a remote cabin and hasn't spoken to someone in over eight months. Mm. So that's why it's so crazy that that person or bear got in there to steal his condoms. He's Walter White at like the very last part right before the end of Breaking Bad. Oh, sure. Yeah, he's just up there with uh, Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We're glad you're okay. And, uh, you know, happy happy cranking off, I guess. Did you say that at the end of Breaking Bad, Walter White works at Mr. McGorian's <laughs> In the version that I wrote, I did a <laughs> fan fiction where he meets Invader Sam <laughs> and then works at Mr. McGorian's Wonder Room. No, it's, just like, it's, like, it's a little running joke from the end of Breaking Bad that he has to go live in this remote cabin, and that's like the only movie he has. Oh, that's fun. It is fun. That's a fun show, huh? Yeah. Hey, we recommend Hot Take. It, we, it, how about Breaking Bad? It feels like he, for for like the real mystery, it feels like he might have an asshole friend. Like it doesn't feel like a- and Ben? Some, uh, yeah. Or Walter White? Both. Yeah. Uh, but it feels like or Ben- Mr. McGorium. Mr. McGorium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels like Ben might have like one asshole friend. Oh, right? who like did a joke robbery? I don't know what guys <laughs> do, man. Like, yeah. Steal your, get, can't steal have, your bros. You can't cord. have internet porn, and also you can't have sex with a lady. So, 
Just well, jerk off and call George Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, is- gotta go slap some fish out of a river. <laughs> I'm still a bear, even though I'm his jerk friend. <laughs> Time to hibernate. <laughs> See you in the spring, asshole. <laughs> That's what a bear says to you <laughs> anytime he pulls off a prank. Yeah. He's like, well, see you in, in the, the spring, spring <laughs> And he cups a fart and throws it in your face. He <laughs> puts a, a bucket of water on top of your door frame. Yeah, sure. It's a prank bear. <laughs> it's a North Alaskan prank grizzly. <laughs> See in the spring, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the famous prank bear. See in the spring, asshole. Why, Ear, bump, bump. why aren't we popular <laughs> on YouTube? <laughs> oh, uh, well, I can think of a few reasons. Uh, we rarely play Minecraft. Uh-huh. Uh, we're not we're attractive, not attractive young boys. people. Yeah. But other than that, I think we probably have a promising career. How I mean, do you feel about this bear prank thing? Bear could be a huge series. Yeah, yeah. we just a social experiment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, or you could just like eat hot peppers or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys could be like uh, teen girls who are like medium good at makeup. Oh yeah, yeah. I think That's we could. I could. I could become medium good at makeup. Yeah. There is, uh, you know, last year I did that show, the turnaround, where I interviewed interviewers. Mm-hmm. And there's a man who's famous on YouTube for interviewing celebrities, especially rappers, while they eat hot wings. Oh, yeah. And so many people emailed me and were like, you got to get this guy who gets people to eat hot wings on your show about interviewing people. And I don't have a problem with him or his show. What would I ask him? You know, well, what, what kind of wing? Ranch, you ranch or blue cheese? <laughs> ranch or blue cheese? The big question when it comes to wings. And the answer is ranch. Oh, well, hey, you know, agree to disagree. <laughs> when you're talking gonna... to Post Malone, sure. Do you go to Wingstop or? Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah. B dubs? These are the questions. Yeah. I mean, seems like it would go great. Let's take another call. The same guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> Jesse, guest, and Sunny Beef. I have a moment of shame. I uh, had a not great day and was trying to think of you know ways to feel better. So I was getting ready to play some video games while wearing a butt plug because that's the way I roll. And I forgot <laughs> that I'd arranged for my mother to come by. And uh, have a wait. Pause the talk. show. Pause it because and we need, like, need a little hold on, time. Hold on. There's a lot of stuff happening. This is this is <laughs> half as crazy as the twisted serenity. We need to do a recap. Wait. So. <laughs> So, first of all, I want to say it's great coming onto a show that I'm sure had a lot of audience in jokes, having not listened. <laughs> this is not one of them. <laughs> so, because for a second... Oh, no, I, maybe it is. Anyway, For sorry. a second, I, that's what I thought it was, and I saw your guys' reaction. Yeah. No, I mean, we are obviously... Look, on Jordan, Jesse, Go, we've been doing this show 12 years, and through that 12 years, we have never wavered in our support for prostate stimulation. Sure. It's the male G-spot. There's a lot of nerve endings in there. There's a lot of nerve endings. It's a great It's a great place to play. Well, <laughs> You're thinking of Orlando. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, but here's what's weird about it. He's yeah. not like I was going to put in a butt plug and, and jerk off or whatever. Like He no. was like, I'm going to then 
play video games? Then play video yeah. games. That was that also caught me up. Mm-hmm. I I think of those as both fulfilling activities. <laughs> sure. Look, you want to you want to talk you want to tell me, Jesse, are you proud of catching an eighteen pound muskie in Red Dead Redemption? Mm-hmm. Yeah, weirdly proud of it. Do you think he was about to play a Brown Dead Redemption? <laughs> <laughs> And put the dark and dark souls. I don't know if any of these work. <laughs> Not quite, but Underwatch. You know. <laughs> hey, there yeah. we go. That's it. That's as good as we're gonna get. Well, yeah. So yeah. Undercrotch. So, that's too much. It's too much. Yeah. I don't think it we know was, you're no, punning no, Overwatch no, was, at this was, point. Yeah, exactly. It was pun on a pun. Hat on a hat. Yeah. Do you guys want to just kind of go off into some corners <laughs> and think of some video game butt puns and then come back here in like yeah. twenty minutes and yeah. see what we got? Parappa the crapper. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, sorry. Oh, Metal Rear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party? Yeah. There's a lot of good ones. Um, so, I, I, again, I find both of these to be fulfilling activities. My concern is that it's an unusual combination. And then it's he the said tandem, yeah. he was yeah. pretty sure his mom was coming over. Is that what no, he, he said? He didn't know his he mom. He did not know his mom was coming over. So let's, okay. so let's start from the beginning. So I think that's okay. So okay. Let's, let's, let's recap. Last week on Jordan Jesse Go, this guy had a bad day. No, but and, I love this is how he unwinds. It's kind of, yeah. kind of lovely. So it's self care. Yeah. Which is I mean, I think we all need to take a mm-hmm. little bit of time for. Yeah. Um so yeah, so to recap, this guy's having a bad day. He's like, I need to do a little something for me. Mm-hmm. For me. Me. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking of others. Mm-hmm. Right. Time to think about me. You can't carry everyone's weight. You got to do a little self care sometimes. You got to do a little self care for you and for for those around you. It's, yeah, because you know, otherwise you'll become a burden to them. Of course. So he's having a bad day. He so he decides to play some video games. We do not know which video game. I'm going to guess Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, but that's just you know. Oh, he's trying to unlock those characters. Got to unlock those characters. Got to unlock Incineroar. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to get it Waluigi. <laughs> no, he's not in it. Wario. He's a summon. Wario is Waluigi he in there? for Smash. Is Wario anyway. in there? Wario's in there. Yeah. Okay. So he's anyway. playing Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. And he, and he put, also has a butt plug in. And and... We don't know what brand that is either. <laughs> a... Yeah. Um, Enjoy or a. Um... Enjoy's a quality product. <laughs> it's by the way. a quality plug. <laughs> a very high, solid stainless steel, Jordan. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Machine washable? Absolutely. What machine? I don't know. One of those, uh, one of those things <laughs> at the bowling alley that watches the balls. You shine up your plug while you're yeah, there. That's why he had to go to the Broadway bowling alley. Oh, shine up your butt plug. And then he had to yeah. pretend he was there for the Broadway bowling. <laughs> nope, just shine him a plug. I'm going to play the claw machine. Uh, okay, so he's he's, he's got anyway. Cast of Chicago, I probably said too much. <laughs> He's got the plug Let's in. Let's roll. <laughs> He's playing a game. Maybe it's Smash Ultimate. Maybe it's not. And he's his mom is coming over. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, Brian, you want to start from... I like to imagine he prefers to play like a dramatic narrative game like Firewatch. Oh, sure. Yeah. Firewatch Mist. would be actually <laughs> Mist with the plug. In. Sure, put in the plug, play some Mist. <laughs> plug it in. Let's solve some. Mysteries. It could also be like a snake. Like he's not. He could just, <laughs> he's just plug it on an old Nokia yeah. cell phone. I used to be so boss at that. Oh yeah. Text and T nine word. Whoa. Like, he's, yeah, he's like, well, in goes the plug, and out comes the <laughs> TI eighty two. Let's play drug wars. <laughs> okay, Brian. And I forgot that I'd arranged for my mother to come by and uh, have a talk and just, like, hang out and get some food. And uh, she doesn't have her phone on her, so she just 
showed up at my door. And so I had no opportunity to remove said object from my person. So I had dinner with my mom whilst wearing a butt plug. Thank you very much. Love the show. Uh, wet is a rock, heart. No, 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 no. Hard as a cock, wet as a quiver. You're welcome. Bye. What was that? We didn't say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that he was punning. Oh, boy. God, so much, so much bullshit in was this show. Was there a lot of lore behind Yeah, that? We, have, we do a slogan every year, and last year it was hard as a rock, wet as a river. And I think oh. he was Which, to be clear, is not, not sexual. sexual. Not well, see, first sexual. I felt like he thought he was calling Savage Love, and then it felt like <laughs> he was trying to give a comedy bang-bang, like, tagline. Oh, yeah, like, sure. This, that's our Hey Nong Man. no idea what... What podcast he's on, but yeah, Brian I mean, is definitely a tech savvy at risk youth. Um, of course, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, uh, so let's so let's unpack. So I okay. So I will, <laughs> so, to speak. so to speak. I uh, you know I, I'll 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 reveal a little bit of my own squareness. Mm-hmm. I have never had a butt plug. Really, in. I've not had a butt plug in. Um, so I don't know what the process to remove one is like, but I guess I would wonder if he did not like being in this situation, why did he not excuse himself to the bathroom and take out the plug? I mean, again, storage is an issue. I don't know if they're at a Chili's 2 or wherever, if he has to just pocket the thing, but it seems like you you slip it out and put it in the medicine cabinet until mommy goes home. It feels like you could just run off, be like, hold on one second, (laughs) take it out. It's... I would just say, Mom, give me a minute. I have to take out my butt plug. Right. <laughs> That's I can't. I, would say. I can't. Yeah. Well, that that is sort of a weird element to it, right? Uh, there's the part of me that like, and I'm not kink shaming him whatsoever. I want to make not. that very no clear. No one's here for that. There's a lot but of nerve endings back there. Degree? Do people call back and tell the you these Mario stories? Party. Yeah. To what degree do people call and tell you these stories as part of an erotic humiliation thing? Because he just got that story of himself having something erotically humiliating happening to a wider audience. I had not even considered that. Should we fin dom him real quick? (laughs) It's like dudes will message you. I mean, you guys don't get the the DMs Mm -hmm. that women on Twitter get necessarily, but guys will message you specifically with the hope that you will screenshot it and post something mean about it. Really? Yes. Like a specific kind of po- like, like uh, online post, social media, like on Twitter and stuff. Oh like, dear. They'll be like, I well, to be fair, I have a IFC show where I play a dominatrix, so I think like people think like, oh, you're in Janet Barney's web series. I am. Well, I am, but th- yeah. that character is from my. Show. I didn't know that. There's a shared IFC there is universe. A shared IFC uh, cinematic universe. Wow. Is our entertainment news program, The Grid, involved in this at all? Um. From roughly, what would yes. you say, 2011? <laughs> Hard to 2009. say. 2009. Hard to say. But um, yeah, but so I was like, this feels a little bit to me like the the podcast version of that. Like, mm. I wonder if there isn't an element of like you guys have become now uh, an unwitting act, conduit an un- exactly. to, well, I mean. Which, you know what? It's kind of an honor. I guess, I mean, we should be the ones saying you're welcome then. Send me $1,000, you <laughs> sniveling, tiny-dicked piece of <laughs> boy. I can't believe you had dinner with mommy with your 
His mom's a peanuts adult. <laughs> Buy me a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Buy me a boat. But that, but that is all to say that's the that to right. me is the reason that this story makes sense because otherwise it is like why didn't he just go take it? Yeah, out? maybe. Wow. As if there was a if there was an active sure willful element. Um. Well, you know, I should just hope that um this guy, if this is what happened, if he, if we are unwittingly providing us an erotic service for this gentleman mm-hmm. that he'll consider that when the pledge drive comes around yeah i think so <laughs> sure you sniveling you little piece m- of <laughs> oh, it would be great to get like a legit i feel like that's legitimately kind of a good fundraising tactic like just to like, financial domination Ero- to, erotic humiliation yeah to erotically find people who are into erotic humiliation and then yeah. get them to um become cash pigs for your <laughs> um, sure. for our money trough for your, for your... <laughs> maximumfun.org needs you to buy yeah. it for coats yeah, exactly <laughs> buy me art fine art buy you art <laughs> <laughs> like expensive art yeah that's a good thing for it. yeah i would love to have some nice art yeah you know for the pledge drive it's expensive yeah, yeah it is I'd maybe like some shoes that can transition from uh, the uh, the from office to the nightclub. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> you want some heels? Buy yeah, me I do need heelys, some adult heelys. Pathetic you sniveling. Find heelys big enough for a grown up, <laughs> and put them on my feet. And I want them to go day to night. <laughs> I can wear the office and the club. Yeah. <laughs> day to night heelys. Yeah, you could dress them up and dress them down. <laughs> <laughs> They're just Heelys and you could throw a little blazer on top of them. <laughs> um, Here's another question. Did they go out to dinner or do it at home? Like, I was wondering that. Then, I was wondering if they were going to like an Olive Garden. I think they went out to the Olive Garden. I do think at a certain point when you're doing that, I think it is a l- <laughs> I, and again, I don't know the specifics of the circumstance. Sure. I think it is somewhat unethical to involve other people unwittingly in any sort of sexual act. Mm. Like, yes. Uh, any sort of, like, pri- I don't know. Even like, your widow mommy. Oh, God. <laughs> if they're at the Olive Garden and you're <laughs> We're strapped, all family. And you're strapped for a butt plug, <laughs> stick one of them breadsticks up there. That's the worst part. Yeah. Is that everyone's, yeah. everyone's family at the Olive Garden? <laughs> Your waiters are all your step your step parents. <laughs> but your I dad's out of town. That's why it was on purpose. He was like, "Yeah, waiter daddy's gonna be so mad." Oh boy! I think if you we're gonna have to tip him big. <laughs> I think Ew. if he what oh did go God. out uh, to dinner with his mom, yeah, where would you go? <laughs> and you were if you were at the Applebee's or what have you. I could understand not wanting to just excuse yourself to take it out because you you don't have a purse to put it in or whatever if you're a dude probably. But he was started at home. And then, but maybe he didn't think of it. Maybe he, his mind's not quick enough. <laughs> his mother whisked Sounds him like out. Somebody needs some improv classes. Just pulled up outside and honked. Or he a just horn. doesn't feel it anymore. Like it and wasn't... he doesn't want to just throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I'm not got, saying he doesn't have anywhere to put can. it. He's he has out a pocket. To, he's out to dinner. Is he really? He's going to put that in his pocket. I don't know. It's probably he, not bigger than a cell phone, right? We don't know. What if it was like That's a true. really? This might have been a real monster. Yeah, he. This guy might be like. I mean, those yeah. enjoys cost seventy five dollars. 
I know. You can put it in the pocket, though. I don't. I don't. I. I don't. I mean, you're I still don't. carrying one of those Nokia phones. I so. am. Play Snake. You have a capacious pocket already. <laughs> and you know, this is so it's funny because I got my got my plug wet the other day, but then mm-hmm. I thought it was done for. I just put it in some rice. Put it in a bag of rice, <laughs> dry rice. Yeah. Um. Brown rice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Show's over. <laughs> no one's doing any podcasting Those, again ever. Are the your medium calls is always this sexual? They, I would say 40%, 30, 30% of the calls are some sort of I'm exploring a kink or something or, I'm, or I had some sort of sexual milestone. I don't know why. Could it be because our show is so gross and mm-hmm. people feel like it's a safe space? Well, that's, which I think we both beautiful. pride ourselves I think, in. Yeah. I think we both pride ourselves in being We're sex positive. We can sex positive. We can goof on it, but which hopefully no one feels judged or less yeah. than. Um, you can come over. You can look at our copy of Madonna's sex book. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, I think that's... Go on IFC, we say. I think that's great. I'm I'm all for that. I think that's so awesome. It's just, it's more just like me like not knowing the segment. I'm like, oh, is this what it is? Like, yeah. Well, there's another reason. Gimlet is selling for 200 or so million dollars. <laughs> sure. We figure if we could really pump things up, <laughs> yeah. we could really juice up Max Fun on, uh-huh. on this episode of Jordan Jesse Go. Right. Really skyrocket, send that stock price skyrocketing. And I could come out of here with a cool half a bill. Right? Oh, are you saying that the sex talk is some sort of strategy? Yeah, it's I mean, I think the, the idea financial is financial domination. If, if oh, we, right, 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 right. If we if we really get Jordan Jesse Go moving on this episode, like we have a great. Yeah. Red hot juicy episode. It's pretty. It's pretty juicy. You know, I mean, how many episodes of Jonathan Goldstein's podcast has he done? Probably know. twenty or something. Probably a lot. Yeah, we could do twenty twenty Goldstein's worth in this one episode. We get our half a bill. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think Maximum Fund's worth half a billion. Wow, that's what I think. I mean, if Howard Schultz can run for president, maximum funds worth. Half Do you a mean dollars or doll hairs? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, doll hairs? The... Doll hairs? Oh, doll hairs! <laughs> I thought you meant the Dolaires who wrote the Book of Greek Myths. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> there's only two of them. Yeah, can I'd we... say it's worth about one of them. <laughs> Do you guys get clarification for like? Can that guy tweeted us or something? And I just, I'd rather I he just, didn't. I really want clarification, or like, I want to. Yeah, but you know, we do. So we do once. That we do once in a while request follow-up calls if yeah. we feel like there's a key piece of information missing. And yeah, I guess if this guy feels like maybe he's been misrepresented in some way mm-hmm. or just wants to tell us why he couldn't just go to the bathroom and We We are, like, to be clear, out. like, fine with the fact that that's how he's relaxing. I think that's great. Sure. I love that he knows what he wants Absolutely. and is taking charge of his sexual health. The It, it really is why did he not. Yeah. I think that's Why what, was he unable to remove it? What would all like to know? Hmm. Interesting. So I've got two questions. Yes. Number one, why was he unable to find an opportune moment? To, mm-hmm. and, and then number two, why hasn't he given me some fun? All right, all right. <laughs> Give me a Rauschenberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me a Jasper Johns. <laughs> Shove a man ray right in my face. <laughs> Show me them nasty man rays. <laughs> Oh, I don't want some additioned litho. <laughs> Give me an original. Mm-hmm. Uh, at maximumfund.org is our email address. If you want to email us a voice memo, 206-984-4FUN is the telephone number to call. 
whenever something momentous happens to you. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, I'm Biv. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I don't know how to fix mornings for myself. (laughs) I do not know how to make mornings okay for myself. So the t-shirt, I don't do mornings, isn't even a funny shirt. I shouldn't get it for you. It's sad. It's a sad shirt. Yeah, it's a sad shirt with tears flowing. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Find us on MaximumFun.org, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Not all heroes wear capes. Some heroes watch war movies and then review them. Friendly Fire is a war movie podcast for people who don't necessarily like war movies, although it does not exclude people who love war movies. I'll have you know that I am wearing a cape. My cape is just made of sound-deadening material from an audio recording studio. (laughs) It's a really great show. John's daughter doesn't like it because we sometimes say swear words on it, but almost everybody else that has ever listened to it has enjoyed the the program. Download and subscribe to Friendly Fire wherever you get your podcasts. To the victor, go the spoiler alerts. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jenny Jaffe, head of the detective agency. <laughs> Morris, my office now. Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and bring me a Rothko. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did. Okay. So uh, Brian stepped into the studio in between segments, and he let us know there was a follow-up call from right. that last caller. And the answer is... The answer both is, and the reason we can't say the answer is, it was too gross. Too gross, yes. Too gross. Suffice it to say, twas too gross. That covers both, uh, that covers us all around. I've been satiated as far as information goes. (laughs) Yes. My thirst for knowledge has been slaked. (laughs) Goodbye to my love of lifelong learning. I don't think I'll ever be thirsty again, honestly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um... I, I, it honestly gave me more questions about this person. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. Sounds like a nice man. And, you know, actually, maybe we know the mystery of the butt plug, but call us back and let us know who you're maining in Smash. Yeah. Who you're maining in Smash. <laughs> Please, let us know who your main is. Yeah. Also, where'd you go to dinner? Yeah, where'd you go to dinner? We need to know that. Wario. We just want a recommendation. Yeah. yeah. I think Wario would... <laughs> <laughs> you have a question about Wario's um, uh, sexual use of his anus? No, 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 okay. no. I just, do you think Wario would ever go out to the Olive Garden because when you're there, you're family? Mm-hmm. Or do you think he would think it was kind of like too cliched because he's <laughs> evil Italian or reverse, oh, reverse yeah. Italian? Sure, yeah. Reverse Italian? <laughs> Something right. like that, right? 
That's just what's uh, reverse is he, Italian. Is, are, is, is Wario and Waluigi are they they're brothers. evil Mario are they evil yeah. Luigi or are they reverse Mario and reverse Luigi? Are they like Bizarro Superman? They're evil. Yeah, they're evil. Yeah, uh-huh. but they're the Bizarro. That's the. Okay. They're really more like a Star Trek mirror verse. Mm, like Johnny mm, Johnson from mm-hmm. News Radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. We all Dick. know what's of, going on. They're the, I'm, they're the I'm Wario Dick. Hell of, uh, oh, of sure, the yes. Smash Bros. <laughs> exactly. universe. Yeah, they have more, more sex appeal than Mario and Luigi. I agree. Yeah, I mean, if, you know, some of us like a bad boy. No. And I thought you were about to they say They don't what... get any badder than Wario and Waluigi. to the bone. <laughs> I think we just got rich, Jordan. <laughs> Pax, here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I just so hard it hurt. Uh, <laughs> I laughed so hard my butt plug came out. I, that's really what was awkward about this whole thing. I was like, I, I was, I forgot I was going to do a right. podcast, so I drove all the, the way to town. Yeah. Oh Wah boy. To the po- <laughs> <laughs> wah 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 wah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> well, Jenny, it's been a joy having you Thank on the you program. Thank you so much for yes. having me. This I've learned so much. <laughs> uh, how can how can people best enjoy your work uh, at this time? Uh, just follow me on Twitter. I think that's probably the best thing. At, at what this, are we looking at? At, at Jenny Jaffe. At Jenny Jaffe. Yeah. It's J A double F E. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's a good follow. Yeah. Thank. Oh, thank you. It's a. Uh, a lot of stray musical theater observations I delete after they get like five legs. No, this you're 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 speaking to your audience. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think this is the audience that will appreciate a good reference to Sunday in the Park with George. We're talking Thank you John so Ross much. Bowie specifically. Sure, yeah. Uh, it, uh, honestly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always know I always know he's got my back on these things. Uh, but also if anybody wants to buy us a Surratt, like just send it to us, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're all little bitches, aren't you? Yeah, Wait. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like pointillism. Yeah, the pull of points are bigger than your dick. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> seems about right. It might be. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what fun. What fun we've had. What fun. <laughs> what <Jenny>. fun. <laughs> Jenny Jaffe has been our guest on the program. Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer. Uh, or Sunny Beef, as uh, one of our callers conflated him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wait, Sunny Beef was what for a while we were... said. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. The, well, he's uh, he's sometimes known as Beef for Brian Fernandez. Oh. Uh, and sometimes he's known as Sunny D because of his sunny disposition. Who calls him Beef? Aww. I do. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that. My All sister's the time initials I call are BJ and I call her Beej. And That's... she doesn't love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good nickname. It's <laughs> it a, is a good fucking nickname, rock yeah. solid nickname. All right. All right. All right. You know what? Speaking of nicknames, I I just got ba- I just got back from the Bay Area mm-hmm. attending my uh, brother in law uh, my brother in law's engagement party. Congratulations to Baby D. Sure. Congratulations on his engagement. He's got a beautiful fiance. She's a wonderful woman. They'll be very going to be very happy. I'm sure. Together. Wait, what's Baby D? Baby D. That's my brother in law. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baby Danny. Aw, how old is Baby? 
Uh, maybe Danny's in his mid twenties. Oh, he's got that, a master's that's young degree. Too, uh... Baby D is actually my favorite brand of butt plug. You can find us on Reddit, maximumfun.reddit.com. Uh, or bozskags.reddit.com. What? <laughs> yeah, we got bozskags.reddit.com. Okay. <laughs> anybody, <All right. laughs> anybody wants to hit us up, hit us up at bozskags.reddit.com. Okay. Somebody's been posting bozskags related stuff in there, and I kind of want to flush it out. Okay. Um, you can uh, find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris, and of course at Jenny Jaffe. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, just like Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, a lot, oh, so much fun stuff happens there. Tons of fun stuff. Brian will post a picture that came up on the show sometimes. Fun. It's fun. I don't want the pictures that came up on this show. Yeah, these That's particular. Fair. Yeah, NSFW. Yeah. I mean, maybe a picture of a bear slapping it's a Rothko. A... Oh, yeah, prank bear. <laughs> yeah, prank bear. That's everyone enjoys prank bear. Yeah, if you want to send us a picture of prank bear. <laughs> See you in the spring, it... asshole. <laughs> post it on Twitter with the hashtag. He's the JJ wise Go. bear of all. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to plug something real quick before we go. <laughs> yeah. But your mom's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up, motherfuckers. If you're you're in Portland, Oregon, February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day, uh, I'll be up there doing Bullseye with Jesse Thorne uh, with uh, uh, all kinds of great guests, including Simpsons legend uh, Bill Oakley, Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney, uh, Lance Bangs, who's married to Corin Tucker, uh, live comedy and music, and you can buy your tickets now. So I hope that I will see you at the now, not the listen up. Portland Portland Festival <laughs> in Portland, Oregon on February 15th. Okay, that's all. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Call. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.